0: We're on the road.
1: Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with
0: the MTA.
1: And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons, alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's
2: Steph? I'm Stephanie Kay from MTA every day. (laughs) Oh, there you go. You made up
1: another rice rhyme.
2: We did, we did. And you know what? It does make my day to help people. I love to be out and about and tell people about our services they don't even know about. That's right it really works well doesn't it uh, people that don't know they can get free rides if they're a veterans a vet themselves or a veteran's wife or spouse they get totally free rides six a month i love telling people about that absolutely do you know many veterans yourself
1: uh yes i do actually have some family that are veterans they don't oh. live around here but uh but they uh, we have some family members that are veterans and well, both my grandfathers were they fought in world war ii and they both really? died now But.
2: Well, the ones that are still living, please thank them for their services for me. Absolutely. I don't think one day enough is the year's enough. Veterans Day is not enough that they know how much we appreciate them. Yep. So every day I try to show them appreciation. Well, I have to show some appreciation to somebody I just met recently. I had um, set up at the ADA. It's the American Disability Act. We were out there at the Powers High School. And they had their annual picnic, which is really nice. It was all sponsored by the Disability Network. Great people that work there. You know Joel Fike. He used to be on ABC 12, the news anchor. Good friend of mine. He now works there. So they're very smart. They get some good people to work for them. And they know (laughs) that because their CEO is one of the best people I know. His name is Luke Zelli, And I met him while I was out there. Um, Ed Benning told me what a great man he was. And I found out for myself firsthand. Hand. This is Disability Pride Month, too, which is kind of per- perfect to have him on. He's a nationally recognized leader in the disability community and respected by business and government leaders. And Luke is known as a creative problem solver, which everyone can use, that helps people collaborate on their community and business issues. And Luke has provided guidance on disability employment and technology with American Online. Ford, GM, HP, Meyer, Microsoft, and State of Michigan. Wow. I know. Look at that impressive, Holy isn't moly. he? I know. <laughs> he's been appointed by the governors um Engler. Granholm and even Snyder to serve on the statewide disability councils. He lives right here in Grand Blanc, actually, with his wife, Darcy, and three children. And he was a great help and kept me busy and kept me company while I was at the ADA annual picnic. So Luke, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Stephanie, uh, Jay, thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, on Friday, we did, we celebrated the uh, 31st um, anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And uh, we were so uh, grateful to have uh, MTA part of that celebration, uh, having a booth, and there's so many things that uh, folks with disabilities in Genesee County, uh, they don't always know uh, what's available around transportation. So, uh, having that booth to educate folks on, you know, rides to wellness and uh, discount fares, uh, travel training, um, you know, uh, there's an ADA certification for uh, riders. So it was just wonderful that you guys uh, were able to participate in that. And we had over 400 folks with disabilities come out and and participate. So uh, it was great meeting you, Stephanie. And again, just really glad to uh, be on today and, and talk about disabilities.
2: Well, I sure appreciate you doing that too because you do more for this community people probably realize. And I had a chance to meet some really nice people all out there. I just had, we just purchased a 10 by 10 tent and it was really raining and kind of windy that day. And you had some of the nicest volunteers. Those young kids helped me put that to tent up together and they helped me take it back down again. They were just so helpful and pleasant and nice and, you know, disabilities are more than you think. You sent me a list here. Look at this, Jay. There's a list. It goes on and wow. on of disabilities. Things you don't think about. It doesn't have to mean that you're in a wheelchair. It doesn't have to mean that you... Um, that you're unable to speak. I mean, there's so many things. Look at that. It have the Alzheimer's disease on there. Can you imagine being out there, having Alzheimer's, trying to find transportation? There's uh,
1: over a hundred of them on there at least.
2: How many are there? My gosh, yeah. And the list goes on, it says no matter what. So quite. Yeah, why yeah
1: there's, uh, it's really an interesting time, I think, uh, in the disability community. I think uh, a lot of folks you know, brought up in the disability movement of, uh, you know, the 70s and 80s and 90s really looked at disabilities from You know, uh, folks in wheelchairs, folks who are blind and people who are deaf, which is all true. But, you know, in Flint and in Genesee County, we've had uh, events like the Flint water crisis and and the pandemic that really uh, gives the community an opportunity to look at at disability in a new way. Um, Think about folks with underlying health conditions like chronic disabilities, um, asthma, diabetes, diabetes. folks that typically wouldn't think of themselves as having a disability, all of a sudden, um, yeah, it's important. Uh, it's important that folks know their rights, that um, you know there's protections that are available uh, and that they have equal access.
2: Well, absolutely. That's why this list is so helpful. You don't even think about that with a learning disabilities, you think perhaps, but not like um, headaches, that can be dis- debilitating mm-hmm. and obsessive uh, compulsiveness and the, uh, epilepsy. All of these are on here and you don't think of all of them, but the list goes on. Like you said, you may even have, um, stress that can be, that's on there as well. So people ha- can take advantage of all of these services too, correct?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, one of the things I would, you know, just share is, uh, I think we've learned that there's, um, it's like this journey or this continuation of, uh, of disabilities that, uh, not every disability is severe and significant. Mm-hmm. Um, there are folks with ADHD with, um, diabetes, with lupus, dyslexia, um, asthma, asthma, right. Mm -hmm. And so folks don't think of those necessarily as uh, disabling, but if if you were to take somebody's medication away, you know, for thyroid or for high blood pressure, or if you were to take somebody's uh, inhaler away, it absolutely uh, can be uh, a dramatic impact on your life. And so, you know, part of what we're doing, um, again, with events like the ADA and um, the partnerships with with MTA, the community is is really letting people know. Just like you said, it's it's more than you think. There's mm-hmm. um, so many people. It, it can feel like um, they're isolated or uh, they don't know what resources are available. Uh, and having a place like the Disability Network to call and connect with, um, we're run by people with disabilities, led by people with disabilities. So. 90% of our staff are folks with disabilities. I love so that. it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great, great place and great work. We've been a part of the Flint community for almost 30 years.
2: Well, I know you've just hired um, Joel Feignich long ago from ABC 12. The, he used to be an anchor over there, a good friend of mine and just a wonderful person. He has such passion for people. You did a great job hiring that one because he really <laughs> does love his job, loves working with you and loves making a difference. And just like you, I, f- I see your passion as well. You all have such passion there. That's got to be so rewarding for you.
1: Yeah, I, I grew up and uh, have been exposed to the disability community, um, you know, most of my life. Uh, for some folks in the community know my father, Mike Zelli And uh, for those that don't, I would, I'll just share a quick story. Uh, in 1977-78, um, he was uh, working as a vice president of a bank corporation down in Detroit. And uh, on a January cold winter day as he was uh, driving home from work, he hit a patch of ice oh. and uh, the snow had just been plowed um, and it kind of served as a ramp uh, as he hit this ice, then the snow bank uh, and his vehicle fell three stories and landed upside down.
2: Oh my goodness.
1: Nothing short of a miracle that uh, he survived. He wow. uh, was not wearing a seatbelt. That's the only reason that um, he survived. And, you know, he's at the time there were, uh, I've got, Uh, six brothers and sisters. Uh, There was one on the way. Uh, I was just an eight-year-old boy at the time. And, you know, in the 70s, disabilities looked a lot different. Um, So when I had a chance to see him in the hospital, um, you know, he had bolts in his head, um, kind of keeping him immobilized. Uh, They had him in this device that almost looked like an Oreo cookie that they would uh, flip him around uh, to relieve some of the pressure and, um, you know, there's tubes, things everywhere, but all I had to hear, um, was just my dad's voice, you know, say, Luke, you know, you know, it's me, you know, come forward. And I just knew everything in the world was going to be right. Um, and it, you know, at the time, uh, his employer, uh, they wanted him back at work. You know, this was before the, the ADA, uh, before accessible parking spaces and bathrooms and, um, He was in uh, rehab for about three months, uh, learning how to use a wheelchair. He was paralyzed uh, from the waist down and uh, went right back to work, traveled all over the US, uh, was an important part of their executive team. And uh, so for me, you know, disability was not a big deal. He was, uh, my dad was my hero before the accident. Uh, He was my hero after we played baseball, we played basketball, uh, lived a, a very full, Uh, life as a family and it wasn't until he retired um, from work in 1988 did we really start to see that uh, that's not the typical experience of folks with disabilities. Uh, Not every employer makes an accommodation and and wants employees back to work Um, and they were real simple things. They just uh, moved him from an office on the eighth floor down to the first floor, uh, moved a parking space closer to the door and put some blocks on his desk uh, to lift him up and uh, list, lift the de- desk up. So um, I, I think in 1992, you know, my father really saw this need in Genesee County for folks with disabilities to have uh, kind of the same experiences that he did with accessibility, employment, you know, housing options. Uh, and that's how the Disability Network was was started um, of almost 30 years ago.
2: I did not know that. Thank wow. you for sharing that story. Well, you know, Mr. Benning is the CEO of um, MTA, and he does a great job with hiring people with disabilities, and he's so passionate. As a matter of fact, he knew you were going to be on the call, and he was doing a press conference, he said, I'll try to stop by if I can to say hi. And we were so fortunate that I left the door open so he could sneak in, and (laughs) here he is. So I wanted to say hi to you because I know you guys have been very good friends. And, Mr. Benning, when did you meet? How would you guys finally, like you and Luke, meet?
0: Well... um have a long history of the mta working with the disability network uh, beginning with his father mike and then uh as luke came along luke was a little bit in the background uh through the years there uh when he joined on with the agency but uh picking up a a lot of the uh the work effort and moving forward into basically taking over the agency and running it and as a a great background that came into that whole scenario but uh um Since I've met Luke and worked with the Disability Network, they're a great partner in the community. We do so much together. Uh, I've learned a great deal, although I thought I knew uh, a (laughs) great deal. Um, But we as an organization have always been open to the fact that uh, we need to make every effort possible to, uh, we don't look at it as persons with disabilities. We look at it as persons with abilities. We need to figure out, where best to have a, a good fit. And uh, so that's worked extremely well for us. But Luke and I have worked on many initiatives, and one is, is employing those that happen to have disabilities uh, through a group through the chamber. And we've had uh, successes. Uh, I think he would share with me at times we thought we would have even more, and so we continue to work on it, and it's work in progress. But the Disability Network has been a phenomenal partner the MTA and people marvel at our relationship when I talk about it around the country. Uh, sometimes it seems to be more com- confrontational. Uh, and I don't know why, yeah. certainly not with us, but, uh, Luke probably could share a little bit in that regard. So,
2: you have any comments about yeah. that? Luke?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, just supporting, um, what Ed said, there is a long history Uh, of support uh, from MTA for uh, the disability community, whether it's making sure every bus uh, had accessible lifts at a time when most public transits didn't, um, doing disability awareness training for all of their drivers, having mystery shopper, mystery riders. uh, You know, the leadership at MTA really embraced inclusion and not just from a services perspective, but I think as Ed shared, it's hiring people with disabilities. You look at MTA's workforce and there's a lot of diversity and uh, even during the pandemic, um, the accommodations and the things that they put in place to make sure that their uh, employees were safe and had uh, proper um, protective equipment. So, uh, but I will tell you, you know, we were talking about the ADA and uh, we've come a long way. We've made a lot of progress, but uh, and we need to celebrate those but there are emerging fields that we do have to keep our eye on and you know whether it's in technology or healthcare, care uh, even in transportation there's uh, these you know great new uh, services that MTA offers you know for whether it's rides to wellness or veterans uh, but there's other areas like uh, Uber and Lyft that are available throughout the country but uh, you know they don't really come at it the same way that that public transit does, um, like MTA. Not all of Uber's and um, and Lyft's vehicles are accessible. You know, for uh, people with disabilities, whether it's a power wheelchair or just uh, being able to get in and out of a vehicle. Some of these um, lifts uh, or, or vehicles are just not easy. Um, it's hard enough to find an accessible, um, you know, Uber or a Lyft, but you have to think about accessible stops and locations. um, And not everybody with a disability has access to technology or cell phones, you know, for uh, data, or they're not really skilled at using technology. So, you know, we will always need uh, public transit. They play such an important role. Uh, They're committed to training their staff. So uh, when somebody does need a ride, uh, my goodness, just uh, in April, there was a $1.1 million settlement with Uber um, because they had refused to transport somebody who was blind. Every time uh, they had called for a ride, uh, the driver would come up and you know most folks are uncomfortable around folks with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you invest in training and you show up and participate in events like our ADA day and uh, you sponsor events for youth with disabilities, um, you know, that fear goes away. So I just, you know, we have to stay really diligent in the disability community. Um, Ed, you were saying, is it adversarial? Not in Genesee County, man, I think we got the best transportation in the state. For <laughs> well, thank you. But that's not the case everywhere.
0: No, no, it's, uh, it amazes me when people talk about ADA service, they talk about uh, that, that they must do. And what an awful way to look at it. I think you just turn that around. and. You should have ADA service that meets every you know, part of the law, but we should have services that really uh, provide what people need to have a great quality of life. And so uh, it's kind of interesting how people look at it. I'll share real quickly with you a little story about hired, hiring somebody with a disability. We hired a lady that happened to be blind and uh, visually impaired. She uh, used a little unit to take uh, notes and take complaints. and. Um, When we first hired her, I had seven customer service reps uh, that all reported directly to me and uh, they kept track of everything going on, including who we hired and who went to work and what time they went home and you name it. But uh, the first day when she came in, a couple of them stopped by the office and said, do you think this is going to work out? And I said, oh, I think it'll work quite well. And... uh, at one point, she came to my office and said, do you have anyone typing for you? I don't think you do. I said, no. And she said, well, I can do that, but I'm only 70 words a minute. And so <laughs> she did all my typing. Only. And, uh, you know, after a while, this uh, very suspicious group of fellow workers, if <laughs> you will, uh, became very quiet. <laughs> as she'd become the best uh, customer service representative we had by far.
2: That is such a great story. I love hearing that. And he just hired somebody else to actually see more than many know because she's in the crim. She's just mm-hmm. out there. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And and she said, it's okay to say that she's totally blind. She said, I'm not visually impaired. I was born totally blind. And she has been an asset. She does surveys for us and she just put a plate and she's going to be helping with customer service as well. Mm-hmm. So she's just uh, an amazing addition. And I see many people that are using wheelchairs that he's hired and they're just you just have such an ability to hire people and give them an opportunity to give them worth and to make them feel just so Absolutely. productive, and they do a great job. You know, you you don't hire somebody because you feel sorry for them. You don't hire somebody because they're your family. You hire people that are good for the job, and they do a great job, and they do, and it's just so productive. Yep. I know. Well, the um, we're talking about the wheelchairs. I know that um, Ed had mentioned. I heard him talk about this in a, in a recent meeting, how when he you wanted to put the lifts in the back of the buses, mm-hmm. you had a lot of employees saying, wait a minute, we uh, can't stop the bus and get uh, off, and that's not gonna happen, we're gonna be late. And it worked great, didn't it?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's amazing, you know, immediately, uh, we don't think this will work, we're gonna hold up traffic, we're gonna have accidents, we're not gonna keep on schedule. And I said, one thing we're going to do, we're going to make sure the people in wheelchairs have great service and you're going to learn how to do it and you're going to do it every day and you'll get to do that as part of your routine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, our people grasp that better than most systems in the state sure. and uh, came out of it and works very well. It's part of the, what we do today and we think nothing of it other than do it better. Yep. And since then, yep.
2: you've added to that and you yeah. have the quantum systems yeah. in these buses. Self-securing.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely.
2: amazing. Now, the, the driver doesn't have to stop any longer and get out of his seat and nope. go and help this person and they don't nope. have to be right in each other's faces trying to get the belts down. Mm-hmm. The quantum system is such an amazing, intricate, new adventure and new invention because the person in the wheelchair can get on by themselves. They can turn themselves around within, what is it, like 30 seconds? That mm-hmm. that secures them so well without them tipping at all or, you know, jolting sure. about. And it... the driver doesn't to come out of the seat It save so much time. So because of you saying do the lift first and that worked and now we're doing the quantum, it's just so much easier on everyone makes life easier.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, I'm very and you know, proud of that. Stephanie, wow. uh, I would just add that uh, what's great about our partnership in Genesee County is that these decisions and uh, improvements, they, they don't happen in a vacuum. You know, the, the team at MTA does such a great job of reaching out to folks with disabilities, getting their buy-in, Letting them know um, kind of what changes are coming or what's available, because uh, you're right. Those lifts, uh, those secure systems, allow people to be independent, mm-hmm. uh, to lock themselves in, and uh, I mean that is a huge thing. But there's uh, you know Harmony uh, Lloyd, uh, Ed Berger. I mean just a great group of folks at uh, at MTA that continue to do outreach, and there's a local advisory um, council. Uh, folks with disabilities that give input uh, to MTA. So again, that just doesn't happen um, in a vacuum. There's a lot of people and a lot of work engaging the people with disabilities in the disability community to to let them know these new services and features are available.
2: Well, since I started working here, I see just how busy every department is. They do more than one thing and they juggle very well and they keep those plates spinning to make every ride to be as comfortable as possible. And Mr. Bennett even has a... Um, Don't you have a sensitivity training that you've done in the past? Oh yes. And I think that was a brilliant idea. You had some of your managers use a wheelchair and they could not get out of it all day, correct? And they understood how important that is for somebody who needs that extra care.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, we originally called it sensitivity training. It became passenger assistant training, so it was more. uh, I guess that was a better way to term it, but Mm -hmm. it exists today uh, in transits, uh, you know, here in Michigan, and there's an annual training, but. Uh, the sensitivity that comes from that to understand that um, you know, we have an opportunity to make it a, a great outcome or we can, it can be a disaster. And uh, so that training has been you know, very effective uh, over the years. I recall back in the 80s, I hired a lady by the name of Evelyn Veline. She came out of Des Moines, Iowa, and she came and she was a um, speaker at one of our uh, banquets and she talked to our employees about the fact she was in a wheelchair. And people would come up and talk to the person pushing her in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. not of her. her. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, wow. You know, I think it was an eye-opener for yes. people in that room to understand. You talk to the passenger. You don't talk to the person pushing the chair. But uh, I think, you know, we, you have to keep that front and center with people. And, you know, today people are, are uh, driving. Tomorrow they might be riding. And you <laughs> want to make sure it's yeah. a it's a great experience and you know unfortunately i know some people that uh, uh one individual i went to school with he he was at lake fenton and he dove in and broke his neck and uh, he's paraplegic oh. as a result wow. his whole life you know and things can change that quickly but that's not the reason that we should be good human beings we should help each other absolutely.
2: absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. well my mom is 92 and she has cancer unfortunately and i had to take her to the doctor and some doctors are very kind and will talk right to her louder because she's 92 and others will talk to me and my mommy said I'm sitting right here you can right. talk to me Absolutely. you know so yeah. you don't even realize and I like your sensitivity training because you said you even went through it and they put Vaseline on your glasses oh, Yes. that had to be an eye-opener too
0: yeah I had to actually ride the uh, Metro in Washington and uh, so I had a pair of goggles on that had Vaseline on one side and limited vision on the other and so I'd be careful where the L lines were at so that you know, I didn't fall down into where the tracks are. And, uh, I had to go through this exercise, but it was a real awakening. For I me bet to yeah. understand that some people have very limited, you know, vision. Mm-hmm. And as a result, that's their whole life. Sure. You know, those things, you are know, very Stephanie,
1: important. I would, uh, that training that, uh, that Ed's talking about yeah. is so important for, um, one, it's that empathy piece. You can start to see the world through somebody else's experience, sure. but, um, where that's proven most effective, you know, like Ed is talking about is when you're really looking at identifying specific barriers. So, uh, you know, there's a kind of a thing in the disability community where uh, like spending a day in a wheelchair would be like saying, put on a dress for a day and you'd understand what it's like to be a woman. You wouldn't. But if you're talking about using a wheelchair to really find out what are the barriers in the transportation system, you're talking about uh, putting goggles on with Vaseline so you really can understand the transportation system and, and what supports are needed. Those are best-in-class, world-class trainings, and um, those are fantastic things. Um, I do, I, I've only got a few minutes left before oh, I sure. got to offer a meeting with uh, the state, but... Um, we know you're important. I, I, <laughs> no problem. Yes, of course. Well, we will all have important work to do, and uh, I would just... I think, again, we've come a long way um, in the disability community. July is Disability Pride Month, and you can hear um, the pride with MTA drivers, folks with disabilities uh, this month, uh, kind of sharing and and telling their stories. Uh, But in the disability community, just for the folks who are listening, the top three barriers that are always there uh, that we tend to get calls on are uh, jobs, like people needing jobs, um, wanting access to jobs, needing housing, uh, and, and really getting out in the community to to avoid that isolation. And, you know, there's a thread of transportation through there because you need transportation to get to a job. You know, you need sure. uh, transportation to get out in the community. And so uh, for folks with disabilities, or if you've got family members, uh, co-workers with disabilities, I'd encourage you to Uh, Reach out to the Disability Network, you know, our number's 810-742-1800 to find out uh, about available supports and resources, and then call MTA, get on a bus, get on a ride, get out in the community, live your life. Uh, There's lots of great things to do, Uh, and we're just really blessed to have a great transit system.
2: Well, you also invited somebody else out there by the name of PAC, and they're teaching kids how to get... How to use the bus systems in their area, and how to take bikes to get to the bus system, and they're there—that's invaluable. I think that's wonderful. They're doing that, so I met a lot of great people at that picnic. Thank you for being one of the sponsors there and and inviting us because we always enjoy working with
1: you. Thank you so much, uh, Stephanie, Jay, and Ed. Glad I could be a part of
0: it. Thank you. <laughs>
2: thank you so much, and Appreciate thank you, for, you. Yeah, you can listen any week on the road with MTA Stephanie K and even Jay. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Every week we bring you something more. More interesting and special and hopefully helpful to you. And thank you so much for listening to On the Road with MTA.
1: You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us
0: on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.